most of the time it's just it's an iterative approach innovation really is iterate iterate you try something it doesn't work don't feel like you have to be pot committed it's it's fine to like cut your losses and go in a different direction somebody who gets a no but they refuse to let that discourage them they just keep going back to the drawing board eventually you know the environment's going to be ready for that idea so keep on iterating Hello and welcome to On The Grid, Z Prime's podcast about important issues regarding energy, cities, and much more. I'm your host, Ricky Murray, and today, we're innovating. We're back for the summer and starting with the best ideas in the utility space. On The Grid with me this week is Z Prime Senior Content Editor, Dylan Lockwood. Dylan and I sit down with Ashley Dickens, Senior Program Manager of the Innovation Network at the Tennessee Valley Authority. Ashley shares how TVA is harnessing its innovation power from within, how ideas are being collected, stored, and pitched, and where she sees the most advancement in the energy space. Oh, and don't worry, she also answers our favorite question to ask, what energy means to her? So turn up your speakers, it's time to get on the grid. Hello and welcome to On The Grid. I'm your host, Ricky Murray, and today joining me all the way from the beautiful Spokane, Washington is Dylan Lockwood. Dylan, welcome back. How are things in your neck of the woods? It's going great here, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Nice. We're so happy to have you. Making their On The Grid podcast debut, we have Ashley Dickens, Senior Program Manager of the Innovation Network at Tennessee Valley Authority. Ashley, what's going on? How are you? How's your week been? It's heard it's been pretty busy. Ooh, Ricky, it's been crazy busy, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, Thanks to Z Prime and Dylan. So yeah, the week has been kind of insane. Y'all, I drove to Charlotte. I drove because of (laughs) shenanigans from my past conference. I was like, if it's anywhere in like an eight hour distance, I'm just going to drive. And I did. Um, How far is it from you? Where are you at right now? It's about six and a half hours. So not, not terribly bad. And it was a beautiful drive going through the Smoky Mountains. But it was the EPRI Electrification 2022 conference. It was amazing. It was awesome to reconnect. Felt kind of like a family reunion to see people I hadn't seen since 2018 at their last conference. Um, But you guys, I couldn't get with it. I'm telling you, it's like a muscle that you have to use. And if you don't, that whole networking aspect, it it atrophies. It really does. <laughs> so oh yeah. They yeah. told us. That's super true. And the dinner. Seriously, right? So did SEPA kind of take it out of you, Dylan? Was that your first conference back? Uh no, we did ETS uh right before that. And but yeah, having having doing those two uh within close proximity of each other was uh it was it felt herculean after after two and a half years inside Whew. i love it i missed it but i am a zombie now so <laughs> keep keep that in mind as we go through this but i wanted to okay so we went out to dinner the night before um after the reception 
And they were saying, hey, you guys, let's try to sit at the front tomorrow to show our support for everybody because those massive you know, keynote speakers, they can't really see very far past those few first rows. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up early. Breakfast started at 7 Eastern time, mind you. I was so proud of myself to get there in time to grab breakfast and go sit. They had those little tables. I sat on the third row. So I was patting myself on the back already, networking with people around the coffee and and breakfast tables before going in. And then um, when the keynote gal started speaking, she said, you know, I was talking to somebody at breakfast just right here on the front row. It wasn't me, mind you. And she said, they were real excited for the electrification conference. And I looked at them and I said, uh, yeah, that's not this one. This is the teacher conference. So you might want to get a bank and go find your conference. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. like, okay. So now I get to walk in front of everybody out of this one to go try to find where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, not too great before, before coffee. But I was talking to somebody else at the actual electrification conference later that day. They said they did the same thing and they saw STEM and they said, oh, wow, way to go, Epri. I love that you're talking about STEM. <laughs> oh, I wasn't alone. You know, you made it to the, you made, you were awake and that's just number awake. one. And, <laughs> right. and you were attending an adjacent <laughs> conference. I think it's good. I think it's good. <laughs> hey, seeing teacher, I thought, yeah, we're teaching people about electrification. So I, I saw the connection. <laughs> That's totally off topic. A little bit about the Innovation Network and uh, a little bit about my kind of history with the utility industry. So I've been at TVA for almost 14 years now and I've worn a bunch of different hats. Customer service, renewables, marketing communications, um, and then national account management. So all of that before coming to focus on employees. So now I get to work with the 10,000 TVA employees and really turn my interest to supporting them and creating a culture of innovation or bolstering that culture, bringing a more formal process around innovation to um, our employees. So it's it's been amazing. It's been a lot of fun. I was describing the role uh, to somebody at the conference as I just feel like I am an innovation evangelist. I'm out there spreading the good news about innovation all the time. So <laughs> I, I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So Ashley, why, why is TVA uh, putting the innovation network together? Uh, is there something that uh, really is uh, driving you to uh, pursue this work? Yeah. So my, my team is innovation and research and they've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, like, we need a funnel. We need an idea funnel. We need to be able to crowdsource ideas from our employees because we have so many brilliant employees here. We have so many brilliant people in the utility industry as a whole, and we need to really be able to capture that and take advantage of that. And uh, so they started working on pulling together what they were calling the innovation framework at the time. And then they found out our friends in IT were doing the same thing. Well, now IT is called TNI, Technology and Innovation. So we partnered, we joined forces. We said, let's collaborate and let's get everybody in the enterprise involved. Uh, and let's let's figure out a way to crowdsource ideas. And so that's what we did. Um, and when I came on, it was like April of last year, we were still designing. I, I said, we wanna change the name. I think we wanna change the name to network because that's really what it is. We're networking, we're sharing these kind of aha moments that people have been having in their day to day uh, so that we're not having to recreate the wheel 
32 different times in 32 separate business units. Let's let's uh, learn how to be entrepreneurs. And um, so that's that's what we're doing. That's what it's all about in the Innovation Network. Yeah, so around that Innovation Network, there's this large importance of people driving that innovation. And as you said, as you mentioned you know, earlier about networking that involves people, it's people interaction. We have this group of innovative people now together networking. That being said, what does people driving innovation, what does that mean and how is it really reflected at TBA? So it really is about the people. When we started this, we had about a dozen people involved from different parts of the organization for our steering committee. Now we have 75 champions spanning 20 different business units. So that's two thirds of the enterprise. And we just rolled out officially at the end of April. So bringing all of those people together, it, these champions are talking to people in other business units and they're like, you know what, you're, you're an innovative person. You always want to be continuously learning. You're not afraid to fail. You just have an open mindset. You want to collaborate. Why don't you join the innovation network? And so they're, they're doing the job for me now. So we have a ton of innovation evangelists. (laughs) It just keeps growing. You know, innovation's exciting. And I think when people start to have ideas and people recognize their ideas, you definitely want other people to then be involved. Um, Yes. it's, It's a great, so I think it's a great network. Yeah. Catch the, catch the innovation fever, people. Innovation fever. It's my new favorite phrase. Dive in a little further. uh, How about you tell us about the ways you're collecting um, innovative ideas? Like are you having events or pitch competitions or stuff like that? Goodness, I could go on for days, Dylan, but I'll talk a little (laughs) bit about the tool first. (laughs) So uh, when we started doing this, our friends over in Strategic Operational Solutions, they focus on continuous improvement. They had been creating this tool. Uh, they they named it Glide at the time. And then when we kind of caught wind that they had this tool to get continuous improvement ideas, we said, hey, can we join with you guys? Can we just have one tool that we are trying to get people to be educated on how to use? And they don't have to worry. The ideator doesn't have to worry about, hey, is this continuous improvement or is this innovation? We will idea traffic in the background for them. Just get your idea to us. And so we created it in Power Apps and um, we've been working in it through that. And then there's a reporting aspect through Power BI. And so it's completely visible. Anybody at TVA can come and see the ideas that are in there. And then we have a peer team that meets and kind of goes through and evaluates, assigns a champion to kind of shepherd the ideator through the process, through this like idea funnel. And for those ideas that make it, a little further down, we're going to help them. We're going to give them tools to create business cases, create that proof of concept, and then take that back to their business unit to potentially get funding. And a more recent development is we have actually added some funding ourselves from innovation and research. And technology and innovation has has cost shared with us on that front too. So we're hopefully going to have a Shark Tank event enterprise-wide next fiscal year where we can evaluate these ideas that come in and and take it from there. I'm really excited to have an enterprise-wide level because we've been having business unit levels here for a couple of years now with some success. But we, we had an ideation campaign in August of last year, just with the champions. And we were trying to talk about funding, like what are some other ways we can 
get some funding. And so we threw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall to see what would stick. And we had over 30 ideas just come out of that. We narrowed it down to three, put those in Spark, and ended up creating subcommittees for each one of those. So one of them is the Shark Tank Think Tank subcommittee, which I will go into more detail about later. Then we created a Pipelines for Success, which is all about getting best practices of all of the different intern programs that are going on at TVA. We want to talk to people about what works in their space. How are you bringing in interns, um, exploring that. And then the third one is pursuing innovation to include, which, you know, PII. We think there really is a connection between innovation and inclusion. You see that over and over again, that those companies that are really thriving, they're having that diversity of thought because they're inclusive, they're diverse, they're, they're really succeeding. The numbers show it. So. We're trying to really get involved. We actually had an employee resource group that was all was focused on innovation called Ignite. I started about five years ago. Well, that's we're finally seeing it as it evolved. We kind of had a reason to sunset it since the innovation network was that next step in that evolution. So we're still engaging with everybody that was involved in Ignite and bringing it to a whole different level. And now we're able to engage with all those other employee resource groups that already still do exist at TBA. So it's exciting times. I know it went on a tangent there. Tangents are allowed here. This is a okay. this is a tangent. This is a tangent space. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Woo, safe space. Woo. So innovation is such a broad term. And I think some, you know, you see some organizations do it with one person. You see some organizations do it with two or three. And so it's really awesome to see TBA doing it on a much larger scale. That being said, though, it is a, it's a pretty broad term. When we talk about innovation, specifically in the energy space, we talk about you know EV evolution, storage innovation, connected communities. Where would you say you're seeing the most advancement in innovation and counterpoint the least advancement? That's a great question, Ricky. I think, I feel like there's this perception that innovation is like a lightning strike. It's like an aha moment. And yeah, there are those aha moments. You know, I feel like my best moments come to me. Those ideas get sparked while I'm taking a shower. I don't know why, but they seem to come in the beginning of the day. Maybe I'm a... No, same. (laughs) I'm the same way. That or like on a run. Yes. Like just random bouts (laughs) of time. It's true. But, But most often, more often than not, most of the time it's just it's an iterative approach innovation really is iterate iterate you try something it doesn't work don't feel like you have to be pot committed it's it's fine to like cut your losses and go in a different direction somebody who gets a no but they refuse to let that discourage them they just keep going back to the drawing board eventually you know the environment's going to be ready for that idea so keep on iterating all that being said i have noticed a lot of the ideas coming in really are data driven and technology and like i think we could develop an app that does fill in the blank i've seen a, i've seen a lot of those ideas so far mind you we're still pretty new at this we're we're still in our infancy but yeah we're trying we we actually are having um, an ev idea campaign going on this summer only seen a few ideas come in so far uh, but really it's about how employee adoption how can we increase adoption amongst ourselves so 
I actually heard at an eSource conference back in 2019, I think it was my last conference before everything happened, um, Bill LeBlanc was talking about, you know what, in all of these other industries, you don't buy your competitor's product. <laughs> so why aren't you all driving EVs as people who work in the utility industry? And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I, I went out and got myself a Nissan Leaf after hearing that. So what's your favorite story from the innovation network, be it an interesting person, company, idea, moment, that kind of thing? It's so hard to pin down just one, but so I might talk about a few, <laughs> if that's okay. Go for it. Um, all right. So we've been really embracing like LinkedIn learning. Uh, they have some great creativity training out there. If you guys have it, check it out. Some of those creativity exercises, because, you know, ideation, creativity, it's a muscle. Also, you got to got to work that muscle, too. Um, <laughs> so I like to try to start any of our meetings with a creativity icebreaker. Like, um, OK, what would if there were Happy Meals back in medieval times, what would that toy look like? You know, and you really get to hear how people think it, it comes out in that and learn and grow. And I've noticed the champions are getting more and more comfortable doing that with each other. So uh, our, at our last meeting, we did six word stories and uh, people took it real serious. Some created their six word stories based off of the inclusion moment we had just had. And some people took it really funny. Like one of my favorite ones were work from home, close too tight. You really just get to know people that way. So <laughs> um, I love, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Uh, people start to let their guards down and uh, get comfortable and grow as a family and ideate together. But the Shark Tank Think Tank, I wanted to circle back around to that, that project, that one I've been real jazzed up about. So a couple business units, I think Power Ops started the whole Shark Tank gig and uh, based it kind of off the show, you know, they have his executives come in and be the sharks and they have a, a pot of money that they'll, you know, give to those projects that where it makes sense. So they started doing it and then transmission started doing it. And we had some people and some champions who were like, this would be a great way to fund projects. Let's, let's get on, on board. Let's have an enterprise wide shark tank event. Let's, let's do something with this. So we banded together and we pulled, we, we pooled all of that subject matter expertise. It was a great way to recruit champions too that, that knew something in that space. And we created a playbook. And so now any business unit can pull this playbook off the shelf and right there they have a calendar of events, a timeline for scheduling, uh, who should be involved in the shark tanks, who should be the sharks, all kinds of information right at their expertise. And we are providing this to them as kind of, kind of like a concierge service. But what's really cool is now nuclear our nuclear fleet is going to have a shark tank event they've gotten some they've gotten their executives real jazzed up about it so that'll be in winter spring time frame and the shark the last shark tank event for power ops was just a couple weeks ago we had some of our champions attend that one of them being a nuclear champion and he heard an idea that power ops was posing and said hey we can use this over back in nuclear, we're going to use this. Let's take that and go with it, run with it. And so I'm starting to see the vision that we had last year. It's actually coming. 
it's coming to fruition and it just makes me so excited to see business units who never would have talked to each other about this kind of stuff engaging and learning and growing together so the shark tank think tank team they heard that a barrier to people participating was um, submitting the application you know doing that cost benefit analysis on the front end so they created in power apps a shark tank application that scores the projects right off the bat when they submit them so take out the subjectivity for those evaluators so it's completely objective now and it it really helps them helps the applicants know what's important and know kind of how to build that business case so yay yay technology <laughs> technology wins when it wants to win and that's great and <laughs> right I've you know a part of I I imagine too part of like the barrier that I find sometimes is I have a creative idea and I don't even know where to begin so having that playbook I think yep. <laughs> changes the game completely <laughs> it's all about riffing off each other right we learn and we grow together um and I think that's what this is doing. It's breaking down those communication barriers. Um, so there's this book that I, I love called Two Beats Ahead. And it's all about what we can learn from music, from the music industry in the innovation space. You know, collaboration, how you can riff off of something. And Justin Timberlake was quoted as saying, dare to suck. Just put it out there. And so that's what his challenge is to himself. And he'll actually say it while he's in the recording studio. He'll say, Justin, just dare to suck. Just throw your idea out there, make music. And if, and if it's not great, iterate. You're good. You're good. It makes sense. Yes. Yes. We have a, we like to fail forward at Z prime and we embrace that failure culture because that's where those good ideas will start to spur from as well. Yes. I, I agree, although I, I would hesitate to call it failure culture. Yeah, yes, no, <laughs> that's maybe not the right term. We're going to fail forward. That's what we do. Here we go. There you go. Well, our last, our last question for you today, Ashley, we ask it to a lot of our guests on the show. I'm excited to hear your take on it. What does the word energy mean to you? Such a loaded question, Ricky. Such a loaded <laughs> question. So I would be remiss if I, if I didn't talk about the Tennessee Valley Authority and what energy means for, for the Valley. So back in 1933, as part of the New Deal during the Great Depression, FDR created TVA, you know? We have a TVA Act, so we're, we're federal government agency. And we've got the three E's. So it's energy, environment, and economic development. And, and I love the fact that we really focus we're driving to the decarbonization. We're driving that goal because we have we have so much hydropower. We have 29 dams. And so it's about 10 to 11% of our portfolio is from hydro. And that started because there was so much flooding in the valley back in during the Great Depression. Um, so that's that's part of it for us is that makes up the energy. That's the E. But then from a personal perspective, I got to say, energy has played a major role in my life. Um, my grandfather worked at TVA. He retired from TVA right around the time I was born. My mom still works at TVA. And so now I do. So I'm really hoping my kids will 
you know, they're going through that phase of whatever your parents do. It's just, it's just not cool, mom. It's just not cool. <laughs> so fingers crossed they'll come back around. Oh, definitely. It's I, it, a cold. It's, it's like energy royalty, if you will, just a long lineage of energy. Um, <laughs> family members. It's I'm, I'm 100. <laughs> I'm here for it. 100%. <laughs> I mean, you can just take the innovation evangelist's word for it, right? <laughs> exactly. We've got some great word buzzwords out of today. This is great. I have, I have a whole new innovation vocabulary. So I do want to thank you for that. Oh, yay. Before we head out, any last words for our listeners out there on the grid listening along today that you'd love to part leave them with? Yeah, you know, I think we get we get sucked into our day-to-day, right? And we keep our heads down and we're doing our own thing. But I would encourage people to take a break, look up, connect with somebody you've never talked to before. Um, In our Shark Tank events, we're starting to see that kind of cross-pollinization across business units. You know, you've got some of the sharks coming from nuclear to participate in power ops and vice versa. And they're bringing a fresh perspective because they might not be experts in that specific field, they're going to be bringing information that people can't think about or never thought about before a whole different perspective a whole paradigm shift you know because often we can't see the forest for the trees so take a break do something different do something completely different that's that's my challenge to you today do something different i love it i love it dylan are you going to do something different today yes i uh, i'll have to i'll have to think about what what that that'll be maybe i don't know maybe i'll cook something crazy for dinner like a quiche i don't know i've never i've never made one of those (laughs) i don't think i have either actually so that's good it's a good one yeah what about you oh i i don't i don't i haven't swam yet this summer so i think i'm actually going to do that this afternoon it's really hot in austin today um Ashley, for you to know, and Austin. Oh, it's actually not that hot in Austin today. It's ninety-one. <laughs> so. There's a good That's chance it will hot. be by the time this airs. Correct. By the time yeah. this airs, it could be hundred and ten at that time. So, good time to swim still. So, yes, take advantage of that. Well, thank you so much again for joining us, Ashley. Um, it was a great conversation today. I loved hearing from you and learning all about the Innovation Network at the Tennessee Valley Authority. Um, until next time, thanks for getting on the grid with us. Bye. Awesome. Bye. Bye. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us today and you for listening along. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. If you're interested in joining us on the grid, email us at info at zprime.com. For updates, please be sure to follow us on LinkedIn at zprime and on Twitter at zprime underscore research. This episode was produced by Ricky Murray and edited by Aria Labonte. Cover art is designed by Mia Dance.